Hi everybody and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Uh, today Sebastian and I are talking about, uh, I think it was Michelle Obama's speech at the DNC. We jumped into that. We jumped into a little bit of uh, more of the Drake and uh, and Joe Budden thing, which has now become a Drake, Joe Budden, Mickey Fax thing. So that'll be fun and interesting. And, uh, you know, more stuff about Pokemon Go and some of the Comic-Con trailers. So, uh, you know... Stay tuned, we're going to have a lot more, and thanks for listening. Oh, and by the way, Sebastian's going to introduce a track at the beginning, um, you know, and you're, yeah, and you're all, we'll also be hearing a track um, coming up, it won't be the usual one. Um, so thank you very much, and thanks for listening. So fuck, 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 misery and company. Now tell that nigga he can have that bitch. But then she sent a text on the man she missed. Like, do you still love me? Do you still talk to your ex? And do she still offer you sex? Are you mad that I'm asking you questions? Because now I'm mad that you mad because I'm here asking you questions. Just spoil me. Treat me like royalty. Fuck that. We break up. You pay all the lawyer fees. Bitch ain't no loyalty. Bitch ain't no loyalty. Give her the real and you still get no loyalty. Who's that bitch? Nobody. Well, who's that nigga? Nobody. And she don't do the walk with nobody. That song right there playing is a new song by Tian Hines. He's from Queens, New York, born in Jamaica. The beat is produced by Taz Taylor. Um, it's actually a new track. It's on iTunes right now. You how can, they, go find, check how can it. they find that on iTunes? His name is Tian Hines. T-I-E-N-H-I-N-D-S. Separate. Both words. And his Instagram is somewhere in Spain. Everything's spelled correctly. Check somewhere it out. In Spain. New, new music is coming soon. Ch- check it out. It's going to be good for you. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And it was a good track, too. You know, I actually like that. And, um, you, know, you know what? Uh, shout out to, to Tian. I don't know what up. I haven't, you know, spoken to him in a while. I don't know what's he's up. Do, he's doing his thing. You about you're gonna hear about him in the future. Oh, uh, I'm sure we will. You know, his track on iTunes. Um, you know, hopefully he gets a lot of people talking to him. Um, but <laughs> what were we talking about before all this? God, I feel like we were on such a fucking roll about something. And my dog Michelle Obama's really, really reeling in the votes <laughs> for oh, Hillary. Yeah. yeah, I mean. <laughs> I'm I'm reading the transcript and you know it's let's see when I when I think about the kind of president that I want for my girls and our all our children that's what I want I want someone with proven strength to persevere someone who knows his job and takes it seriously someone who understands that the issues a president faces are not black and white and cannot be boiled down to 140 characters do you think there was applause breaks like for all these things you know like they write them into the actual speech. Like, okay, applause? ma'am, yeah, yeah like, yeah, okay, ma'am, stop here, um, there's going to be an applause break. Definitely. You know, because that, that's pretty funny. I, I'm sure that the way it's got to work is that there have, got, have to be talking points, and they tell you, okay, this is who's going to run, um, this is who we want you to talk about. And you would think that, of course, they'd want to use, like, Michelle Obama to introduce uh, Hillary Clinton, you know, especially if being such a historic thing, why would you ask? I guess it's not a bad thing to ask the president and, you know, he'll come in later, but it also makes sense to bring in the president, you know, the first lady for something like this. I could see that. And especially why her speech would be so scrutinized and so well. Don't let don't let anyone tell you that this country isn't great. This right now is the greatest country on earth. Who said that? Michelle Obama. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. This you hear what, 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 what Sarah Silverman said? No, what did Sarah Silverman say? About about everyone that's um um does a Bernie Sanders supported. They're like, man, you guys are ridiculous. <laughs> Why? Because like it's done. Like because it's over. But why? Yeah. But why shut down what they want? I mean, if if this is what they want, then fuck it. Why not let it happen? I just feel it's dumb. If we're gonna talk about a democracy, then you know, let's not fucking throw but, stones. But it's but it's dumb because if he's not, if um, if um, Bernie Sanders just okayed um Hillary, you're not gonna like just let it go because at this point, 
you're trying to fight to Some beat people the Republicans need in a sense. See, but and don't you think that's a problem though? Don't you think it's a bad way to start thinking about things? That instead no, because, of I mean see it and then and then what's fucked up about that is that it's, yeah, it's you can choosing say, it's choosing the lesser of two evils. That's all it is. Always is. It always is. But don't you think that's a problem? It's a problem, but it's majority wins in a sense. It's just you you would want you ideally you would want to be able to choose a candidate no matter what. But, and it hold yeah, up, hold but, up, hold up, hold up. And clearly, it, hold up, hold up. And not, not and not enough. hold up. But have it not be a team thing, right? Where it's just like, Oh, well, I'm with this team, I'm with the Democrats, no matter what, right? Ideally that's the kind of thing you want, but at the same time something like this is fucked up because who wants a Trump presidency? You know what I mean? So but it's the like, thing is, of course, the thing you have to work not, together. Not that many people voted for, um, um, what do you call it? Um, for Bernie. So okay, what, but what about all the stuff that has come out that the DNC has been actively, actively campaigning against Bernie? They've been trying to come up with questions to make Bernie seem less religious. Like, oh, we should ask questions about if he's an atheist. Like, literally, stuff just came out. WikiLeaks just yeah, put out a bunch yeah, of stuff. Yeah, because they were against them, but I'm saying... Yeah, but don't but you that, think that, that that causes an issue? Like, don't... Don't you see why there would be people outside who are just like, yeah, still Bernie? Of course, of you know, course, because so Ber- Ber- Bernie really was great. But the thing is, is now you got to choose the lesser of two evils because people are saying, oh, I'm not going to vote for anyone if it's not if it's not Bernie. Like, all right, and then people that just vote for Trump, Trump's going to win. The way I see it is this: it's th- don't things have to go really wrong for us to maybe look at something and go, okay, you know what? Maybe it's time to fix that. And it seems like this is where uh, all this is leading to. Like Hillary Clinton, if she wins, it's still going to be kind of like a tainted win because not only does she have all that email stuff. And now, again, I think from what I'm hearing, they're reopening that. So now we have a Democratic nominee for president from the Republican Party dealing with like legal shit. But then also Donald Trump, like, isn't he getting sued by a bunch of like contractors and shit, too, right now? He gets sued by everyone, though. Yeah, and, it, but, and then again... And he doesn't... And his response is... I forgot what he said. He said something like, man, I get sued all the time. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> think he, I don't even think he gives a shit, really. Mm. But, you know, I don't... It's, it's fucking ridiculous. I don't know. Oh, oh, that's what I was telling you. I was going to tell you... Um, uh, no, two things now, and I just remember the the other thing I really wanted to tell you. But um, as soon as people found out that Nintendo doesn't really have anything to do with Pokemon Go, yeah, it, it knocked down <laughs> their stock a lot. Seventeen percent. Seventeen percent. But the thing is, it does have something to do. They own ten percent. Yeah, is of course, it has something to do. I mean, it it feels like a lot of what they put out is mostly Pokemon stuff anyway. Uh, if it's not Pokemon stuff, it's uh, like Mario stuff. It doesn't seem like they're very good at creating either new IPs or anything like that. But uh, they, but they, I think they did something with Google and all this other stuff. Nintendo themselves? No, uh, my bad. Um, Pokemon or, Go game. Oh well, that's yeah, that's Niantic. Niantic. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Niantic was created by someone who works at Google or, or worked at Google or is closely tied to Google. Because they use a lot of the, they use Google Maps. Like, I think um, that's one of the big things still too. Like that Pokemon Go uses everything about Google that you put into it. So your Google Maps information, your personal information, your passwords, and things like that. I mean, they 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 came out with a workaround, but still, like apparently, it's still there. Like your every time you open Pokemon Go, it's literally leeching all your data, especially from Google. And you have to actually manually, online, go and tell it, like, okay, hey, only give this kind of information to Pokemon Go. True. Hell, I think Oliver Stone said it, that uh, that Pokemon Go is, like, the new totalitarian, like, something like that. Let me see what he said specifically. He said it at Comic-Con. He got really angry about, about the Pokemon Go thing. I think it's because he's making the Edward Snowden movie. Or he, he was premiering it. Let's see. He doesn't like Pokemon Go? Um, he called it, uh, I'll tell you exactly what he, he, he said. Oh, it's what people call surveillance capitalism. It's pretty much what it is, though. They know exactly where you're going with it at all times or whatever. All your information, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess what he's saying is the more 
information you have of everything. That, like, that's a new currency. But I can see that. Why not? That makes a lot of sense. Uh, oh, and the second thing I was going to tell you, I was watching the <laughs> the Allen Iverson documentary, and they're, they're interviewing a bunch of kids, and they're like, man, I don't vouch for Allen Iverson. Yeah, man, he came over to the court. He didn't want to talk to nobody. He even pushed one kid out of his limo. And, like, yeah, and they're like, and they're like, man, I can't vouch for him, like, as a person. Like, this is a five-year-old kid. He's like, I'll vouch for him on the court, but I can't vouch for, vouch for him as a person. I was like, what a great way to start a documentary. Just have a bunch of kids talking shit about you. <laughs> it was pretty good. Oh, man. But since, we start, since we started this talking about hip-hop, let's go back to hip-hop. Please. Oh, let's go talk. We got to talk about Drake. It feels like everything we, we should be talking about now is this Drake and Joe Budden thing. Drake this Joe Budden on a track. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. French Montana said he, he wasn't sure was even dissing him. He's like, yeah, I wasn't but, even... You, no, do you really what, think what that's French, true? No, what French said was not that he wasn't sure he was dissing him. He said, we didn't go into the studio with thoughts of a diss record. He said, we just went in there. We were having fun. He that's also all he said. said. Wait, he also, I thought he also said that it had, he wasn't making a diss record. He said he wasn't making a diss record. That doesn't mean that he, he that meaning that he's not part of the diss record. Drake no, no, no. Yeah, he just, from what he seemed like he was saying, it was just like, I don't know what Drake was doing. You know, we went in there, we were doing something, but I don't know what he was talking about. But then, then he definitely called him out by name at that concert. Drake? But yeah. this, was a, this was a definite thing. He said, pump, pump, pump it up. Yep, she yep. got a good head on her, so, but I pump it up. I'm not a one-hit one that they know all my stuff. Yeah. You let me turn into the nigga that you almost was. Yep, yeah. That's... That's pretty off the bat. Yeah, it, 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 there's no, and I think Joe Budden was also saying this uh, on his podcast, he, or not his podcast, I don't know where it was, but he was saying that he's like, look, I know I know the rap game, I know all of this, he's like, I the know thing, when... The thing is, that song came out like three months before, that's why Joe Budden released like four diss records to, to Drake before he even released anything. Yeah. Before he released that record. He was saying, that's what he was saying, he was like, look, he's like, I know, I know what rap is, I know how it is, he's like, and... And there are small things that you can pick up if you know this world. And he was just saying, he's like, I know that nigga was talking about me. Essentially, is what he was saying. Yeah. And I and I uh, I think it was that same concert that Drake had to pay like thirteen grand for going over for some shit. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it was but, that uh, same concert. Joe Budden dissed him on the song "Wake," which was the one with. Well, he dissed him on. Um, um, how to make a murder or whatever, where he says, I'll kill a gram without weighing a thing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. He, he wrote, and then he rapped on another track. And then he rapped on another track called uh, Wake, which I like that one. That was the one that's like, um, my condolences, crazy, I just spoke to him. Courtney dropping drinks all in Hooters. She losing focus, shit. Don't send a text, I don't care. I don't care y'all mad. Shit, I waited for, I waited five days, nigga, where y'all at? So meaning he dissed them five days ago. Like, yeah, 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 he's much, been waiting. He's been waiting. How many? Yeah, how so many? Then, how many has he? How many has he dropped? After that wake diss track, I think um, Drake um, then dissed him on. Um, that was after he then dissed him in concert or whatever, right? Yeah. Then I he said so. something in concert. So then Joe Budden released another diss track the day after he released that thing, and it's just called "Just Because." So pretty much saying, "Just I'm dissing you just because." He, Joe Budden also did another one on um, um, after that wake one on Joe on Drake's beat called. Um, um, afraid? No, wait. Yeah, afraid. Is it uh, on Drake's B? Like, have we have we listened you... to that? Yeah, I've listened to it. I don't know if you have. He said, "What are you afraid of? This is what dreams are made of." And he just starts dissing. Oh him. yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember that one. And I, then, I don't um, think I have heard that. But uh, I have, should we should we play for the people here? I keep, forget, I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting what we have. No, I think we. Everyone should probably know the Drake one, right? I'm just trying to figure out if there's any other. Um, Joe Budden ones that we might have to let people know. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, Sebastian, you're missing out. Damn. Aaron Sorkin had a, had a ask me anything. We could have asked him about uh, the Sunshine Strip. Studio 60? Could I ask him questions? Are you going to bring that it's, back? It's good. Impossible to sneak, making promises impossible to keep like. 
so he kind of just used um Drake's thing, but dissing him on like Drake's beat. Yeah. That one, that one was good though, and then after that, um, Drake dissed him or whatever. Said that that was the um, French Montana uh, one, or no? What? No. After that, so- I, no, no, no. What we're talking about was after that, it was no. The French Montana Joe Budden released all these diss records, like, and then, but then after the um, the the concert, then Joe Budden released the diss record just because, where he's kind of just talking to him almost like on some French shit, like. Look, listen up. Fuck is up with us. How we in the green? Sessin and Thug needs hugs. Just the game that we in. But if we ain't a team, I know what anger bring. Angled in every language you want in Monzana thing. So he's like kind of, he's kind of just talking to him, almost like on some therapy shit. <laughs> wait, wait, can we hear that? Cause I actually want to hear that now. Then he even talks about how, um, how Eminem was in like, was it for him dissing Drake or whatever? Wait, wait, do you, do you have the track or no? Yeah, I'm about to uh, play it. Let's see, because I actually want to... Uh, that actually sounds kind of interesting. Oh, I want to see this. I gotta... The beat's actually good. But if you know Joe Budden doesn't mix and master none of this shit, so it shit sounds trash. Yeah. He's my favorite rapper, but still. I have no idea, but I like the beat. He's just got to mix and master and stuff. But, like, I was going to say, then, <laughs> yeah. then, mind you, and then, okay, whatever, nothing happened. Then it, it was kind of dying down, and then Joe Budden was, like, uh, I guess Mickey Fax told Joe Budden, like, um, he said, um, yo, you need to chill. Like, Drake's not responding right now. Like, just chill. You don't got to keep dissing him or something. And then Joe Budden, Joe Budden, I forgot what he told Mickey Fact. It was funny, though. He said, you know how Joe, um, Mickey Fact was there when Joe Budden got swung on? Yeah. Uh, by um, Raekwon and all them? Yes, yes, I remember that, yep. So um, he told them, he said, um, damn, I, I want to think of exactly what he said. It was on Twitter. He tweeted it, but he, he was talking to Mickey Fact. He was pretty much telling him, like, he needs to shut up, like... <laughs> What he said, um... All right, he said, um, Mickey talks too much on the sideline. Ironically enough, he was quiet on the sideline when I needed him to talk. Do you and I'll do me. <laughs> right? So then, I guess, um, Mickey Fax kept, kept like, talking to him, saying, yo, you, like, pretty much saying, like, about rapping, and then Mickey Fax wrote, stop thinking you, stop thinking you're the only nigga that can rap and won't stop. And Joe Budden tweeted back, I don't think I, I don't, I don't, I just think I rap better than you. (laughs) (laughs) So Joe Budden said that to Mickey Fax. So then, behold and behold, Mickey Fax released a diss record to Joe Budden. (laughs) That is hilarious. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Was it any good, though? it, it was, was it even a diss track or was it just like... nah it was a diss track it was I was mellow I was mellow till the bullshit weighed in guess who rose to the challenge fly guy um show gave my thoughts from the sideline chump and you should know the consequences of a blindside punch now you got punched <laughs> by consequence yeah yeah why lie the tide's high get your tie dye trucks and be the saints as Wu-Tang fucked the Wi-Fi up <laughs> he says social media whore on Twitter crying nigga skyping Glad Ice took your laptop. Quit the typing. Ice said he took the laptop because he was stopping Joe Budden from releasing all those diss records. And then he said, he said, ran from ghost, no Snapchat. This man, Wacker. Drake took Tahiri cookies. Aubrey Graham cracked her. <laughs> Triple entendre, we rocking all these options. You chose Mickey, the metaphor B. Hopkins. The bars keep bopping. Ignore these, your jaws keep dropping. And I'll give Joe L's while Ortiz is watching. I'm Jason Voorhees tapping his pockets like he lost his car keys. Watch it, boy. You can't pass the bar, please. And then he keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. Damn. He said, they said, should have been signed to Star Trek, how you cling on shit. 
You know how it goes? <laughs> he said, and I ain't worried about a fight, dog. You only swing on chicks. He, he said, and Joe Budden turned into Cho- Joe Petri in Casino. Snow's soul snatch. Y'all know facts. Every flow's crack. Doing the same shit since 05. Where to grow fat? You know how his growth oh, album? Damn. He said, but he said, um. Yo, do you think Mickey was just waiting for this? He's just been, he's just been jotting these down over years. Just waiting, waiting for him to say anything. These are good. I like this. He said his fi- he said his fans gonna say he lives his life like the Truman Show. Fuck that. I'm turning this to the Freddy Krueger show. Nightmare in Jersey. Arsenal had you losing, bro. The water gun shit ain't nothing to a bazooka Joe. Hit his gums. We can do this rap shit forever. Forever? Radio track, track for track, nigga, whatever. I made real songs with Drake. No made-up shit. Some shit. Leave you later, Spliff. Whatever. <laughs> I like Mickey Facts. I like Mickey Facts, too. Again, Tia made a song with Mickey Fax. That yes, was a good. Oh, we have, we're, we're gonna have to drag people to that too. You have to you play know. that record. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and put all this stuff in. Uh, like I'm gonna put the the notes and stuff in the the info so people can get a chance to to see all that too. Um, yeah. but yo, this is. What do you think is gonna happen? Do you think Joe's gonna respond to this too? I do not think Joe Budden's gonna respond. But it's weird because Joe Budden responds to every this record. Yeah. So it, so I do feel like if he doesn't respond, he's kind of being a hypocrite because he was just saying that he respond to everything. Rap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was saying that he just wants people to rap and Mickey Facts to spit. Like, yes, he can. Just mind you, you could say he's nah. He's not even irrelevant. Like, I'm not even gonna say he's irrelevant because no, the he's not. I think I think there's just too much music, and if you want to find, but I'm Mickey, saying there's too. I'm saying there's yeah. People, li- but the fact that I'm saying is Joe Bunn is a little bit more well known than Mickey Fox. Uh, but I think it's more because of the podcast too, right? Of course. But, no, 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 not even just because of the podcast. But what I'm saying is the fact that he could be way more known than than Mickey Fox. But the fact that Drake is way more known than than Joe Budden, he should respond to anyone that can rap because Mickey Fox can rap. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna start talking shit about that, then yeah. But I, I, honestly, I don't. Me personally, I, he's gonna do me it. Personally, do I think it. Joe Budden. I think Joe Budden all can beat Mickey Fax if we're just talking bars and spitting. But Mickey's in no slouch, though. No, no, he's not. If, That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I want to see that now because that was very good. Come on. Oh, what was it? Um. I, I'll give Joe L's while Ortiz is watching. Yeah. That was awesome. Come on, that yeah. alone sold me. I'm, I'm, the, or the Star Trek, cause you yeah, cause you cling on. Come on. And then the he's like, I ain't scared, cause you only swing on chicks. <laughs> okay, on. and then now, mind you, all right, all this happened the same day. There's a a couple of kids, right? Two kids. Yeah. They they're recording, like just recording random videos. And they pull up to Drake's house. I mean, not Drake's house. Joe's, Joe Budden's Joe's. house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And start singing Drake's song, like, all that stuff. And just start pretty much singing. And they see Joe Budden. They're singing it to his face. They run up on Joe Budden's car and, like, singing it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so then, mind you, a bunch of different videos come out. One of the videos, like, he's just walking up to Joe Budden at his door. And he, like, opens the door. And Joe Budden comes out, like, about to swing on him, like, mad as hell. Then the video cuts, right? <laughs> Then there's another video. Joe Budden literally raced, like, chased the car down. <laughs> like, he was literally chasing the car while they were yelling, like, OVO, bitch, like, you, um, drink, blah, 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 all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's another video, which is the part where Joe Budden chased them in the car, and apparently he cut them off, got out the car with a bunch of rocks, and was throwing rocks through the sunroof, and just walked up to the window with the rocks, and he was just like, he goes like, he goes like, yo, this, he's like, you come to my neighborhood one more time, I'm going to kill you. He's like, you think this internet shit is fun? Like, you're in my neighborhood. I'm, I'll kill you. And I got every right to. <laughs> like, he was literally with rocks, everything. I don't think he, he, think he just, does, but. Nah, they, they walked up in his house. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah that too. But to, uh, not neighborhood though. But no, definitely but that, that. Yeah. If they're going to walk up to shit like that. He's pretty much saying like. Because they're going to his neighborhood just to try to fuck with him. So Joe Budden really chased them. So all the funniest memes came Damn. out. Like, Joe Budden, like, 
holding rocks against the car because oh, he had rocks no. and just and he had like a hole in his tank top, so everyone's like making jokes about him doing that. Oof. But it was funny, and then Drake ha- follows the person that did it, like, <laughs> like he followed him right after that. Oh my god, this is gonna get so. This is gonna get random. Do you, do you think this is all gonna blow up in Joe's face? Not really, because there's no loss in it for Joe. Why? Because his fans are always gonna be his fans. Like I said before, the reason Meek Mill didn't didn't keep like he lost so much fan base is because he was what you call a mainstream artist like straight mainstream he did his following wasn't that crazy on oh yeah except- he was opening for Nicki minaj you know what i mean it's a totally different caliber of artist or style you know yeah, kind of just he kind of just knocked them down because they had a hit together and then he took away that hit yeah that makes sense. That. That's, not to say meek mill because meek mill got his um he got some songs i like and stuff he Big Mill's actually dope. No, 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 but, it, but the business, that, the business side, it's just business, politics, all that. It yeah, makes it sense. Just, it took, it took away from it. Joe Budden is always gonna have the same fans, and his whole thing is about rapping. Like I can rap better than you. you there, can make there, better songs there's than me, something to be I, said for for like a cult, um, like following. Yeah, he has a cult following, so yeah, to say. There's something to be said. But like for Joe, Joe Budden will really say, "I can rap better than you," and that's it. Like, that's that's his whole demeanor. I rap better than you. It's nothing else. It's just I rap better than you. It's not I can't. Not, I'll make better songs than you. It's none of that. It's just I rap better than you. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't I haven't liked he, a lot of the tracks he released though, honestly. And all he wants is someone to prove him wrong. But like the disc records? Yeah, I I didn't think there were anything special, you know. I, especially unless that last one, that last one, the good beat, like that was pretty good. I really liked that. Nah, all the disc records are good for disc records. I guess. But... I just I I I, I don't know. But Drake is, mind you, Drake is quote unquote his friend, so he's not gonna diss him the way he's dissing <laughs> people. He really got problems. Yeah, with. I guess I, I guess I, I want more of like uh, the kind of Joe where it almost seems like there's a, like there's an angle to it, you know? Like, like I really like, like that Rick, one where, like, where he's like talking to like him. With Ransom? Yeah, like I like that one where he's talking to him. He's like, I like I like that. I totally I totally listen to a whole song. Hell, and watch a video of Joe Budden sitting next to Drake and just being like, look, this is what's wrong with you. <laughs> I think that would be a great fucking track. Yeah, but, um, and then what else happened after that? But, oh, no, you gotta watch all those memes of Joe no, Budden. No, no, I've seen, I've seen a lot of those videos and shit because I thought it was, she was hilarious. Like, damn, that sucks. That's what happens, though, when you, I guess people know where you live. And then there's a, and then apparently there's some guy named Cobb Right, like he follows Joe Budden. He's like, he was back on Joe Budden TV and everything, but he's quote unquote like one of the leaders of the Internet Soldiers. For Joe Budden. Yeah, for Joe Budden, he literally found out the kid's address, everything, and he started he started posting. He was like, he's like, if anyone wants to go to his house and do the same thing and all that stuff, and Joe Budden apparently drove to the kid's house. <laughs> And then there's a video of Joe Budden, uh, not a video, a picture that the guy took of Joe Budden, and he's like, look, he's in front of my house, beef is squashed, or something. <laughs> <laughs> but like, the kid, this is the fucking random. Everything. I guess that guy, Cobb, he also posted like, man, this guy's in my DMs talking about if I release his address, he's going to sue me because he's only 16. <laughs> 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 And then he goes, man, I don't care if I get sued. You ran up on Joey. I was like, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of hard to fuck with people who have a cult following. You know? Yeah, it's just, because you it's probably funny. have some crazy motherfuckers in there. You know? It's funny as hell. Um, yo, you want to hear something really crazy? I, I think this is crazy. Uh-huh. But um, uh, Germany's largest bank says that a form of basic income may be needed to keep the global economy growing. So we're starting to see banks start going thinking, ah, maybe people won't have money to live very soon. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, if he's saying that most likely countries are going to have to start paying their citizens, that's going to be very interesting. And I don't even know if... Uh, we're gonna, you know, 
I know a lot of different countries have experimented with certain things like that in Canada. Certain cities in Canada have done it too. Yeah, yo, mind you, look, Donald Trump tweeted this in 2012. What Obama keeps name dropping Bill Clinton. He is no Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton has been Obama's most effective surrogate out on trial, right? Yeah. I mean, out on the trail, my bad. <laughs> on and trial, then, what? <laughs> yeah, and then now in 2016, no matter what Bill Clinton says and no matter how well he says it, the phony media will exclaim it to be incredible. He's overrated. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course it's different. You know, that's when, um, at that point in time, I think he was giving money to, to Clinton's. Didn't he say that the only that he would run for president, and if he ever ran for president, he would run for Republicans because they're stupidest? I don't know if he said that. There's got to be a way to find <laughs> that out, though. It's got to be online. I mean, I don't. I think he's also said that if he won, he might get there and just go, "Nah, you know what? I don't want the job." Yeah, I read that. Oh, oh, and something else very important. Well, not important, but important to me. If you're a fan of. Um, Cameron, Big L, and all them. Oh, man, we're going to start talking about these guys, huh? What's up? What's yeah. going on? Well, Cameron's releasing the song Losing Weight Part 3, right? Okay. And he mentions the guy who killed Big L and the reason why Big L got killed. And he's... Because the guy who killed Big L died a month ago. So he pretty much says the... He says the reason that Big L got killed is because a week prior to that, he tried to kill that guy. Oh, so, so it was like a, it was a retaliation. He said, and then Cameron pretty much just said, "Now nah, I can talk about it because both of them are dead, so there's no squealing now." So like he's why, not why was he trying to kill that guy? Um, he I don't know. He might um, he might um talk about it more in the song, but I have no idea. It's kind of weird that you try to kill someone. I mean, at that point in time, Big L was pretty big, right? Yeah, but if Big L tried to kill you. You're probably going to try no, to no, kill no, him. No, 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 obviously. Not, not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, why would Big L try to kill someone at that point in time? Like, you know what I mean? Like, Because uh-huh. Big L wasn't that big. He was still in the streets. It's different. Like, yeah. You could be big, and, but and you're still was, in the streets. this was also, like, what? Back in the 90s, so... Yeah, the 90s this, is way different. Yeah, this wasn't... Uh, this isn't what it is now. Yeah, but you'd think, you know, he'd have someone do it for him. But rap, fuck, rap, rap wasn't sweet back then. Rap is sweet. It's Kool-Aid now. <clears throat> That sucks, so that's what happened. He was a good guy. He's a good artist. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he... Yeah, like, everyone says that he would have been bigger than Jay-Z and all that, but he was he was one of the best rappers. I know what I want to fucking ask you. What do you think about the Justice League trailer? Because it seemed like you didn't really like it. No, I liked it. I just... For some reason, even though I really like Ben Affleck as... As Batman? As, uh, Batman, for some reason, I didn't see him as... I just saw him in that role right there. He just seemed to me like a, like a, any guy playing. Bruce, he didn't seem like Bruce Wayne. It just seemed like any guy in the movie. Like he could have been anyone. That's interesting. I I I got that feeling when I saw him with the beard when he was talking to Aquaman. I totally thought he was Bruce Wayne when he was just sitting there in that chair. He just looked with, so creepy, like sitting in that with chair. The flat, with the, and I thought that line by the Flash was so corny. You know oh, what's so sitting, funny? You are the sitting, only one that hates it. You're sitting in my second favorite chair. You're like I, the only person that hates it. I've seen so many people go, oh my god, I really like that line. That line was so corny. I, I think it was just fun. You're think... sitting in my second favorite chair? Like, shut up. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't get how oh, that wasn't funny at all. <laughs> you know what I thought was hilarious? Um, that batarang is huge. Yeah. It's the size of that dude's fucking face. If he if he got hit in the face with that, it should be gone. It'd be over. Oh shit! Pokemon Go is about to start allowing trading. Really? Yeah. What do you, What do you think should be done different? Oh, you know what? We never got a chance uh, a chance a chance to talk about a chance. We never had a chance about, to talk about Pokemon Go. About Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper, actually, yeah, that too. It's a good guy. His tape was good. Gospel music, but it was good. But, yo, so, Pokemon Go, it's been, what, about a month? How you liking it? About a month, I like it. I'm about to get a Gyarados. What? You're that close already? Um, well, pretty much all my friends got it because they go to Sale, which is by Riverwalk, to to capture all the all the things. They did it in, like, two days. Wait, the Sale? Go- the Sale? It's over by, um, by Channel Side, Riverwalk. Oh, the uh, the the sale pavilion, like the bar. Yeah. 
You guys. And over there, you lit over there. You literally get like a magic carp every couple of seconds. Like there's millions there. So they all because all, they, all that area is green, right? Like dark green. So it's probably a park. It's water, Stevens. No, no, no. But I'm also saying on the side there. So you're the the water and plus that park area. You must have so much fucking shit that pops out. Yeah, mostly magic carts and awesome. gold ducks and shit. But yeah. Because if you ever notice, if you ever notice, like the, you know how um you used to have safari zones in the game. Yeah. Well, the the green, like the dark, not the the light green is is regular uh, areas, but the dark green is like a safari zone areas. I I only got 180 um magic cards. Yeah, but each magic card you get gives you three. So. Yeah, I only have 180 and. If I go back to the sale like two, one more time, I'll I'll get I'll get all four hundred. Damn, I hate you. I'm so far. Well, I'm just I'm just too lazy to go. Oh, especially fuck yeah. All right, so okay, so this is this is uh, something to talk about. This is crazy that okay, I'm 27, you're 25. Yeah, I'm 24, but yeah. 20, 24. No, the only everyone plays it like. Um, Everyone is playing telling me, this game. Yeah, even 30-year-old, 40-year-olds. It's just my Uncle Edgar plays it. Everyone is playing this game. Now, do you think it's because we're just moving to, like, just this thing where everyone's on their phone, obviously, so everyone's part of this new fad thing? It's just so no, interesting not, that something no, like that got like that. No, it's nostalgia. Yeah, but what about people in their 40s? They know, people, you're going to really tell me people in their 40s don't, don't know the game, Steven? You're going to tell me they don't know Pokemon. You're how old are you? You're close to thir- you're close to forty. You're ten years away from thirty. Twenty-seven. Yeah, but I grew up with the trading card. I grew up with the as a kid playing it. Do you? So okay, you're gonna, so, so you're so, okay. Hold up. Then so you're saying that people you, in their you 40s, were you you were around twelve years old. I understand that it's a nostalgia thing, but I don't think that that's what it is. I don't know what it is that's getting people all involved in this one game. Is it because it has a social feature? Plus the Pokemon stuff, like and the idea of capturing things out of the open. There's a Pokemon dating app now. I could see, I see that happening. I, I told you, I I almost got picked up by a chick at uh, at San Francisco in San Francisco. Because you were playing Pokemon Go. I wasn't even playing. I'll let you. Okay, let me tell you a story. So I'm, I'm Cheryl and I. Every single time I go to San Francisco, I'm trying as many Mexican places I can, because they have a lot of Mexican food there. I try to get it like uh, uh, the Alpa store all the time, but we we go to this one Mexican restaurant like at night, and Cheryl's like, oh, "I'm not hungry. I'm just gonna hang out here." And we find out that there's a gym there. And we're like, "Okay, that's odd." So I start ordering my food, and this girl comes up to me, uh, purple hair. She's definitely around my age. Um, what else? She she comes up to me, and she's like, "Hi, how's your night going?" And I was like, "Oh, not too bad. How you doing?" She's like, "Oh, doing well." I'm like, oh, so what are you doing out here? And she's like, oh, I'm just uh, capturing one of the the gym, one of the gyms. I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, me and my friends. And she points out to like these people, and they're all really dressed up like they've been going out, but they've all just been walking around, gathering, like, just picking up gyms. Yeah, because there's bar, there's bar crawls going on and, in Tampa too. Yeah, it's crazy. This is crazy, and I wonder if it's then it's. Not just the Pokemon thing, but the the fact that it's so interactive. The idea that you have to go out and do things, and you can go on with your friends and shit like that. Like I wonder if yeah, this, like, yeah, all this thing put together, like all this coming together, like that's so odd. That's part of the reason too. It's everything. Because even people that don't even know Pokemon are playing because it's just so much more than just Pokemon. It's it's just fucking crazy to me. It's insane. Thanks, Darth Vader. <laughs> I am Ash Ketchum. What? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Nah, I it's actually started watching Pokemon XY. Oh my god, <laughs> why? It's actually not bad. Oh, shut up. It's actually not bad. I thought it was going to be corny, but it's actually good. Original ones aren't aren't there anymore, right? Except for Ash. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Oh no, 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 yeah. I really except for Ash. I mean, everyone's gone except for Ash and Rocket Power, or I'm Rocket Team, Team Rocket. 
Team Oh, Team Rocket. Is it the same people? Jesse and is it James? Yeah. Jesse yeah, and James. Jesse and James. But I think they have a different um um because they had a side duck before, right? No, who they have? Yeah, Meowth. Yeah, it's not a Meowth no more, I don't think. Oh, that's weird. I wonder who they got now, then. Oh, no, I saw... Or it might be... They might still have the Meowth. They just don't have that other Pokemon that used to always come out of the uh, Pokeball. Ekans. Huh? Ekans. Yeah, they don't have that. They have, like, some blue shit. forgot the name. I just remember, I just remember that shit always used to attack Ekans. Like, oh, God. But not... Just snake Pokemon, <laughs> po- Pokemon Go is definitely dope. No. If you get so angry, <laughs> you were like, if you're playing it or some shit. But people, people play it everywhere. I, I don't. I just people, I, people play while driving. It's. I wish they added some things to it. There are some things they could change. Like uh, they're gonna I, start. They're gonna start adding battles. Like I could battle you, um, people now. But I really wish it would change it to like a turn base in, instead of the way they have it. But it'd be nice. Yeah, you know what? It'd be nice to start battling people, um, transferring shit, like trading shit. That's gonna be awesome too, because it's gonna be great for everybody. Um, I wonder how. I wonder if you have to be next to someone to do something like that. Yeah, definitely. What's what's your strongest Pokemon? Uh, I think it's a Vaporeon. What level? Uh, it's like a twelve hundred, something like mid twelve hundreds. Oh my god, did you did you know a beaver's anus smells and tastes like vanilla? That's disgusting. <laughs> tried that. I don't know. Just uh someone put it down on there. On my top the six is Executioner, Gold Luck, Tentacruel, Jolteon, Vaporeon, and Kingler. <laughs> I uh have you, you do you go to each and every one of them? Like do you do you make them stronger? Like is that what you've been doing? No, I just, once I evolve them, they turn into whatever they turn into. Yeah, that's usually what I do. I just I just capture them and see what else I get. Yeah, I haven't been using my Stardust yet. So yeah, this, and then, I don't know, this seems, this seems crazy. Let's see. Uh, back to the disc um, records thing. Out of every single rap, out of every single rapper, who's a rapper that you wouldn't want beef with if you were a rapper? If I was a rapper. Yeah. Someone because because of how powerful they were, or because of how no, easily they, they could shut me down. No, because of how good their disc records is. My pick would be um, Eminem. I don't want beef yeah, with Eminem. You, you need you need an Eminem who's really angry at you though. No, but Eminem, whenever he's, even though I don't like Eminem now, when he was dissing Mariah Carey, that okay, disc was still give, good I and he was flowing. That. I give you that. I like that. Um, damn, I don't know. I don't know who I would pick. You can say 50 Cent because he'll never stop. No, <laughs> no, I just... It's just, not, the, a, it's just what, not as strong. Well, what 50 Cent does, it seems more like trolling. <laughs> yeah, that's what he does, but... You know, it's more like trolling. It's not really... It doesn't... Or really Jadakiss. Cassidy used to do some great stuff. Nah, Cassidy never had no diss records, though. But he... Come on. But when he used to tear apart people... Yeah, but it wasn't this record. He just no. I, that's what I'm saying. But I, I, that's what I'm saying. I'll give you that. You're right. It's just still, it went in his prime. I would hate to be in front of him. The thing <laughs> is, in his prime, all his lyrics were just were were still cookie cutter lyrics. Like when he was dissing Murder Mook, you could still put that to someone else. Mm, yeah. Okay, I could see so, that. So it's not necessarily this record. Well, what about uh the the Philly, um the freeway thing? That was the same thing. He said. When I rhyme, I shine like lip gloss. You so pissed off because your dick's so small, the condom slipped off. Like, yeah, I guess it's gonna be a while. I don't he know. said, "I think I'll leave you for a while. Leave, leave you in the dumpster like Brenda's baby." He said, "I got a Kit Kat, got twenty five cent back." Like, it's just kind of like lyrics from a song, but it just sounded dope because was it ju- was it just a point in time? Yeah, it was point in time. Like that, those weren't good disc records. Like. I'm talking about no, no, no. Okay, so, so I'm someone about, who's actually I'm like, about, like a like a Nas Jay Z thing, yeah, like a, nah, um, Beanie Siegel, Jada Kiss, Ransom, Joe Budden. You know who would scare the shit out of me then would be Jay Z, because not only would he give you like send a diss record at you, 
but he trying to fuck with your baby moms. You know what I mean? Like I feel like yeah, but I, I feel like he, ba- I, I feel I like he, he go up. Baby moms before that. I, that's fine. I'm still still saying I feel like Daisy would be kind of those people who not only drop a disc record but then drop his wallet, like in, into your personal life. Yeah, he could do that. You know what I mean? Like just just uh, just on some real nasty shit. Like come on, but, man. But I don't, but Eminem could do that too. He kind of did it to the source. He knocked the source down. Yeah, the source, <laughs> the source went from the, being the most important magazine, five mics and all that, to just to no one gives a hell. And all because of a personal thing. It was all because the guy didn't like Eminem. That's what I'm saying. All because of a personal thing. You know, you let per, you you let something personal affect your business. Fuck you, chump. Give me a one-on-one. Let's see if I don't fuck you up. You try. I to still get... listen to those tracks too, by the way. Yeah, those, those tracks this, are great. It's still good. Um. The shit with him and uh, um, him uh, talking shit to Irv Gotti, uh, to Ja Rule. The thing is, Ja Rule got too intense for that beef. That's why Eminem wasn't stopping. M, yeah. you, you claim your mom is a crackhead and Kim is a known slut, so what's Haley going to be when she grows up? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, you really said that? It became, <laughs> it became some shit. Oh, my God. That's that's wild. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, do you did you think about what you just said? Like, did you think he was sitting in the studio? He was talking to a bunch of people. Like, what you think it's gonna be like? Oh, that's good, man. It's good. You definitely should put that out. Like, come on, about a guy's daughter. You really think someone's gonna stop after you say that? M, you claim your mom is a crackhead and, and Kim, Kim is, is a known slut. slut. So what's Haley gonna be when she grows up? Like. God damn. But we can't argue that that wasn't kind of a good line. No, it was a great line, but it was like, you really think someone's not going to keep going at you? Oh, no, you definitely stoked the fires. You fucked up. You know, you fucked up. Especially at that time when Eminem was Eminem. Yeah, at his prime. I don't know. I was wild as hell to me. Definitely wild, but I mean, it was good. Very good. Let's see. I've been trying to. Uh, I like going on. I like going on on Reddit all the fucking time. It's just so good. Like, there's just so much shit that pops up. But you always hear. You always see new stuff, and I can go to all mm. my different news shit. Mm. Let's see what's. Wow, thanks, man. Away from the microphone, thick hole. No, you got to put it closer. Oh, there was a, a WWE um, brand split shit. Oh, I heard about that. But don't they do that like every couple of years? They always have a brand split. We're going to do a draft. I'm yeah, more, but... Okay, I'll tell you this much. I'm more excited to know what's going to happen with Brock Lesnar. Do you see what happened well, he, with him? Well, he was supposed to be picked number one, right? Yeah, but what, is is but is he, this is this thing that's going on with the UFC affecting his WWE? Yeah, stuff? he was supposed to be picked number one. Like he was supposed to be a big because de- he's a big deal every year. Yeah, he was supposed to be picked number one. He got knocked down on the on the uh, on, on the, the draft? on the slot to number eight. Um, and how does that work? Who who makes the the choice for something like that? Apparently, you know they do it. They it's all done like. Like internal rankings, like internal rankings or some shit. Yeah, because like number one pick was Seth Rollins, number two was Dean Ambrose, and then number three I think was um some guy from NXT, which is like, which is like uh this is hilarious. Developmental league. The dude, don't you think it's hilarious that there's a a ranking system for wrestlers? There's gotta be like someone in the background has a ranking system. All of this shit is fake, but there's someone in the back who actually has a ranking system for why one person's up or not. The thing is, it's fake, but it's, again, it's entertainment. So oh, yeah, put, yeah, they work on it. For example, you're, The Rock, if it was there, he'd be number one. Why? Because he can entertain a crowd any way you want. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Or how Stone Cold, or Stone Cold at the time. Like, hell it would have yeah. been The Rock, Stone Cold. Kurt Angle could have no, been number one. No, but then, do, do you think that it's not really real rankings? It's more just based on, obviously, who your biggest, like, franchise player is? You know, yeah, it's and that's, that's that's who got voted number one, Seth Rollins. He's but that the thing sense. is, mind you, most of these um, wrestlers that are getting this love right now, like if you actually watch wrestling now, it's becoming an indie show. Mm. Everyone from the indies is coming in. 
What do you mean? Like, like indies from J- J- um, Japan wrestling, like oh. all the TNA, all the all the biggest stars are coming to the WWE. Hmm. So it's becoming like pretty much the indies all over again, and everyone. It's like, damn, they're going crazy with the wrestling. Like Seth Rollins is an amazing wrestler. Yeah. They just turned they just turned him into a heel. So everyone like dislikes him, but people love him. And the person they're trying to build up to to be like a baby face, which is Roman Reigns, everyone hates. I have a because question. He because he can't wrestle. I have a question. So they, so they hold on. So they keep okay, on go ahead. So they keep on yelling like when he wrestled, they're like, you can't wrestle. Like everyone just hates him. What is the enter- what is the entertainment value that you get from this? Because this is interesting. It, realistically, it's drama. Do, do, so do you do you do you do you, do you watch opera. it more like as that? It's a soap opera. Yeah, so I'm saying. So do you watch it more as that, waiting for the heel turns, the, the developments, and things like that? Yeah, that's that's what's cool about it. Like, did, like there was a good match yesterday. Uh, yesterday on Battlegrounds. It was Seth, not Seth Rollins. It was Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens, right? Mm. Which they've been fighting forever. They're best friends, like uh, real life best friends. Like so the whole, so the whole story on the show was um like oh we're best friends, but then I guess Sami Zayn got signed to WWE before Kevin Owens or something. So the whole story was that um they were both signed to it, but I guess they were getting jealous of each other. So Kevin Owens attacked Sami Zayn. Okay. Right. Yeah. So if you watch if you watch that the fight yesterday, they were fighting, but like it was like a, it was about like you could, it, it looked like, cause it's like getting indie now, so it's very like actual wrestling, like oh we're wrestling wrestling. Huh. So it's like they were wrestling, they were wrestling, and then there was one point when, like for literally like ten seconds, he held them in his arms, almost on like some, like damn, I'm about to like, I'm about to pretty much destroy you right now. But he held him for ten seconds, just kind of looked at his body, and then he just did. Then he did his special after those ten seconds, and then pinned him, and he won. And then everyone started yelling "fight forever" because that was that's his whole thing. Like, oh, you're always gonna keep fighting him because that's your that's your guy. Fight. Like, yeah, that's yeah, your, yeah. that's yeah. So there's their development. They're developing more with the story based on wrestling rather than just personality or yeah like now they're doing a cruiserweight division which they also have a time limit to it like they had a time limit so rather than it be, rather than being like wrestling where oh we tell you to end in a minute blah blah because you gotta do it there's a time limit so it looks more professional how real wrestling is even though obviously you know they're gonna be working within that time limit yeah huh. so they're doing and they're they're trying to make it more and then mind you um the general manager for Raw, since they separated, is Mick Foley. Mm. And the the boss is um, Stephanie McMahon. And for um, SmackDown, it's Shane McMahon and um, um, Daniel Bryan. So, what is Triple H doing now? Triple H is, is the person that runs NXT, which is the, the like, pretty much the, dev- oh, the developmental league. league. Yeah, gotcha. But it's the one that everyone loves. Like, People love NXT. That's and that's pretty much Triple H's baby. He, whoever go like becomes great on NXT, then he goes to the main roster. But that's that's what he's put all puts all his work into. Why does everyone love NXT? Because it's nothing but real wrestling. Like that's where all the um, underground people are coming from. Like they're leaving, like the TNA and all those like stuff lesser no. values to go to NXT to practice and once they start developing like how to speak on the mic and all that stuff Can then they define send- real wrestling like you're not talking about collegial wrestling no not real wrestling in that sense i mean like real like uh performance wrestling like the like the moves, real performance like the yeah. real wild crazy stuff that kind of what ecw was back in the day okay okay i got you huh all right i can yeah. see why nxt then would be big especially with people yeah people love it and then um there's a girl named Sasha Banks, which she's, I forgot who she's related to. I think she's related to Snoop Dogg, but she's a really good wrestler. Yesterday, she had a she had a fight against Charlotte, which happens to be Ric Flair's daughter. Okay. Which she's like the, she's the woman's champion. And then she did like a, like a homage to Eddie Guerrero yesterday by, you know how Eddie Guerrero's whole thing was lie, cheat, steal? Yeah. 
So there was a girl like in the outside the ring, like looking at um at um Sasha Banks or whatever, and like pretty much like doing moves. So she grabs the 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 belt yeah. and she throw, she throws at the girl's hand and then she knocks herself on the ground and like pretends to pass out. And then every and then the referee saw it like, oh, you gotta get out of here, blah blah. You're cheating. And then they made her get out. So then now the other girl's like person that always helps her win is out of the match. So then she went in there and then she won the match and everything. But everyone's like, oh my God, look. Because she was wearing like Eddie Guerrero's um, colors too. and stuff like that? that no, oh, colors. Her, the colors oh. because it, that's her favorite wrestler. Mm. So That's funny. They're still um, kind of doing like kind of stories in that sense. Um, A lot of, a lot of what's being used at UFC right now is kind of like based on that whole like business idea. Like, you know what I mean? Like having this drama and stuff like that, having heels. Like in the Ultimate Fighter, they have like you know the TV show. That's yeah. how they do it. That's how they do it too. Like they'll have like these two teams, and they'll have like these two leaders, and each one will be either the heel or the good guy and stuff like that. I think CM Punk is gonna wrestle in um, UFC 203. He's gonna no, be. In, he's gonna he's be. Gonna in, fight. Yeah, he's gonna he's fight. supposed to be. He's supposed to be. And uh, they've been waiting for a while, you know. But apparently, he's been. He's had a lot of um, uh, injuries. Oh. Yeah, on so, 203 though. But I wonder now if. So Brock Lesnar got caught with like um, I forget what it's called. It's like, uh, like Clamata Clamata pit something like something, that. It's someone, something an estrogen blocker. Someone from Roman Reigns, um, someone from WWE named Roman Reigns. He also got caught for doping in a sense, and they've been really pretty much like just they've pretty much been trashing him on wrestling. Like they suspended him for thirty days, mm. and then like he lost the match like on because he was the champion. They took he lost the match and then he got he was the one that got pinned. And then t- um yesterday on Raw, they're like they're like the person that lost the match for us since we lost the belt, Roman Reigns, blah blah. And then we, they got Seth Rollins. Like this guy's disgusting. Like he's really over here prom- trying to promote like all this stuff and all he does is drugs. Like he's such a he's such a bad influence. And then he then they did a video. He did like a fake video showing like oh how do you feel about getting caught doing drugs? And he goes man, I feel great. Like, it, it was really amazing. And then, like, and then he goes, like, it's the best thing I could have done. And, like, but, like, it's a bunch of different cuts. And then yeah, yeah, you yeah. see you see Seth Rollins, like, can you really say, like, are you really being serious? Like, you don't care about letting down your fans? He was like, he was like, man, the fans got to love me either way. Like, you know I love doing what I do. <laughs> like, it was just funny. They so, they uh, they done that before. I think I'm pretty sure that's a parody of, like, uh, like a baseball interview they have with someone, they, someone could the same yeah, thing, they cut it. Yeah, it's, it's probably definitely that. But it, it's just the fact that they're doing, so, and then they started just selling him out, like, oh, you're, um, you're the worst, blah, blah, blah. He also got knocked down in the draft. He was supposed to be number one. They took away the belt from him. And they, apparently, they're punishing him a lot because of the, the doping stuff. Like, and they just, but how, but how does that make any sense getting, when it's so big? It's apparently so rampant in the wrestling community, steroids. Because you can't get caught. Everything is big. That I wonder how he got caught. Like, do they do like do they even do testing? I didn't even know they did testing in, in WWE. Why would they? They do random testing, yeah, they do. Get the fuck out of here. They don't do random testing. Yeah, they do. They and do. they and they only catch one person? Because you're not gonna get tested unless you're a star, like a big star, really. And then if you're that big of a star, you might not even get tested. They might brush it over and say, oh, yeah, we tested him. You know what I mean? Mm, I can see that. Like, it's, it's, like, that's just the shit that happened with, um, with, with, with Brock Lesnar, like, is out of competition and his in competition were both, like, tested positive. And, like, that's been a big, huge deal now because they might have to give, he might have to give his, like, he won, like, I think it was, like, two and a half million for that. He might have to give it all back. And the guy, um, he fought, he said, man, both Mark times Hunt, that I lost, yeah. he said both times that I lost were to people that were on drugs. He's like, Mark I was like, Hunt, Mark Hunt was saying that he only wanted half, and now he's saying he wants all of it. And if not, he wants out of his contract. He, he is not fucking playing around. And he can get out of his contract for that. Can he? Oh, yeah. if for something like this, I can see, I, I, I'd i be hard-pressed to, fi- to, to, to think of a reason for the you know the UFC to, to fight something like that, but or fuck. even if he can't get even if he can't get out of his contract, he could charge a lot for his next fight. And oh, say, something. You guys have to pay me. And or something. 
say if you want me to fight, you guys have to pay me this. Like, well, I mean, it, but it shows obviously that the UFC also has their own. Um, like while they have like a like a ranking system and stuff like that, it shows that they also have their own like preferences and uh, and what how they like to prefer like they fights. Skipped, you know, what they I skipped mean? over his. They skipped over his um his um what do you call it his testing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They 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 did a lot of they made a lot of concessions just because it was big and because of this like the the McGregor thing because of the dropout. Like I had been looking forward to that fight. And then all of a sudden, when when McGregor didn't yeah, my, show up, like on shit. A, on another note, what Mad TV came out? Oh, and... I heard that shit was atrocious. Yeah, terrible. Fuck. But uh, you know what, guys? I, I think uh, I think we'll probably wrap it up for for the time being. Uh, it's Mike Super Short Show. <laughs> and uh, but we got we got we got to tell people where to go. We're gonna look. We're gonna be looking for T T N Hines T I E N H I N D Z. Right? No, S, S. S, S, I'm sorry. Um, the track was called... Nobody. Nobody? Mm-hmm. N-O space B-O-D-Y? No, just Nobody Together. Nobody Together. Okay, you should find that on Pro- iTunes. It's it's coming out on the mixtape called Relation- R&B Relationships and Bullshit. And it's, uh, and it's currently on iTunes. Currently um, on iTunes. All right, so the, this is Steven's. That was Sebastian. Thanks a lot for listening, everyone. All right.